more than a few words of marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Rampeg, and I'm your host, Lorraine Ball. Today's program is going to consist of excerpts from a presentation I gave on how to grow your email list. Today's rapid-fire session is really designed to spark your interest, get you to go, oh, I could do that. None of these techniques are really rocket science, but it's just a really good reminder of all the different ways that you can reach out and include people in your email program. Because if you don't have their email addresses and you don't have their permission, you can't begin that conversation that ultimately leads to a sale. Kind of going old school. Step number one, use paper sign-up sheets. Keep it simple. Whether this is at the cash register, in your business, at an event, if you're sponsoring something at a trade show or a conference, a simple email sign-up sheet goes a long way to getting people to sign up. And one of the things that you may want to do, nobody wants to be the first person to sign up. And so one of the things that you may want to do is go ahead and write in one name as you start passing that sheet around. When people see that other people are already signing up, they're actually more likely to do that. If you're going to use a sign-up sheet, one other tip, make sure your boxes are large enough. There is nothing worse than forcing people to write their contact information in tiny little boxes because then when you get back to your office, you can't read it and you can't use the information. The second thing is ask people. Tell them that you have a newsletter. Again, this sounds silly, but I can't tell you how many times I start working with a company that has hundreds of interactions every month with customers and prospects and they have an email list that consists of 30 names. If you're on the telephone with someone, get their email address. If you're making an appointment to meet with someone, get their email address. If you are having a conversation about business, get their email address. Now, this does not give you permission to collect business cards at every networking event you go to and simply randomly put people on your list. This needs to be a permission-based list. It needs to be comprised of people who are actually interested in what you have to say. So as you collect that business card, let the person know that you're going to add them to your list and make sure it's really easy for them to unsubscribe. If you're just starting out, start with the people that you know. Even if you think your friends and family may not necessarily be interested in your business, don't decide for them. Go ahead, send them that first campaign and encourage them to share it with others. At the end of the day, your Aunt Sadie may or may not ever really want to buy from you, but the funny thing is that she lives next door to Mary and Mary's son actually has a business they can use your product and service. And Mary would never find out about you if you didn't send that email at least one time to your Aunt Sadie. Use sidewalk signs. If you have a retail location, make sure that you let people know as they're coming in, as they're leaving, that you have an email program. But as your Asking people to sign up. Nobody is simply going to sign up because you say, hey, we have a newsletter. 
they're going to sign up because they think they're going to get something in return. So if it's a retail store, maybe you invite them to sign up to get the daily menu. I get updates from a number of the restaurants near where my office is because I'm always curious, what's their lunch special? Maybe that's something I want to see today. Maybe you offer them a discount. Maybe you offer them an opportunity for advanced reservations for an event. Whatever it is, take advantage of using real estate around your business to encourage people to sign up for your newsletter. Offer an incentive to your employees. If you have a really good email program and that program is successful at encouraging people to learn more, it's in your best interest to have more people on your list. And it doesn't have to be generated just by you. Create a contest. Offer a, uh, an incentive to get people to get your employees to remember to ask people to join the list. Again, your employee's mother may never buy from you, but your employee's mother's neighbor's son might. And the only way you're going to reach that person is through your team. Bring them into the fold and run a contest or give an incentive. Promote your email newsletter on social media. Social media and email are not at odds. They work hand in hand. The purpose of social media is to give you an opportunity to reach a wider community and participate in that community. But in a way, it's a lot like going to a singles bar. You're going to meet a lot of nice people. You're going to have some great conversations. But at the end of the day, your objective is to bring your date home. And home is your website. And home is your email program. It is where you can interact with those people delivering messages without distraction. No cat videos, no political announcements, and no silly photos of uh, people and what they did on Saturday night. And so one of the things that you can do to help make this transition is make sure that you place a sign-up link on your profile in a page and even in groups and forums on the different social media platforms. And it is it doesn't have to be everywhere, but it needs to be wherever you are interacting most with customers and prospects. The other thing that you can do to integrate social media and your email newsletter is actually share your emails on social media. Every email that you send out has a unique URL. And this is true, I know it's true of Constant Contact, most other products work the same way. And so when you grab that URL, it's just like sharing a blog post or a page from your website. You can write an introduction and then you get the headline of the newsletter, the image, whatever your featured image is, and the link. When someone clicks on that link, it will take them to the latest issue of your newsletter. This is an awesome way to demonstrate to a wider audience the kind of content and information they would have access to if they sign up. Just be sure if you do this that at the top or the bottom of your email there is a join my list option so people don't just read that issue and leave but that they have an opportunity to then sign up to get the issues week in 
and week out. If you're serious about growing your email list and you have a specific offer, social media advertising can be very powerful. I wouldn't necessarily suggest using Google AdWords because Google AdWords tend to be focused when people are more in buying mode. Social media is much more about browsing mode. And there are so many really cool ways that you can segment your audience. One of the things that you can do, and this is really strong with consumer products, is you can actually clone your audience. You can actually upload your email list and then tell Facebook, you know what, I would really like to connect with other people who look just like my customers. And so you can use your email list to find other people that look like your customers. We're doing some work right now for a cooking school for kids and a um, heating and air conditioning company. And both of these kind of products are ideal for this type of promotion. It's very likely that Mary, who was on my list, is friends with Jody, who owns a home and has kids about the same age. And so if Mary likes my emails, spending a little bit of money to reach Jody and make the same offer to her will have a pretty high payoff rate. Add a form to your website. Make it pretty prominent. But don't just tell me I get to sign up. This is where a lot of companies, I think, miss out. You need to let people know what's in it for them and why they would want to sign up. Stay in touch. Yeah, you know what? I don't really care whether we stay connected. Get the best travel deals. Now you have my attention. Collect emails with an online survey. We do, we've been doing this now for seven years. We run the same survey every year. We promote the survey on social media. We promote the survey through friends and other uh, people in the community, asking them to share the list with their followers. We ask the questions. People fill out the survey. And at the bottom, we say, hey, if you'd like a copy of our report, Give us your email address. And it's been a very effective way to grow our email list and grow it among people who are really interested in what we have to say and the kind of things we're writing about. I can do an entire workshop just on surveys. But the trick is it needs to be long enough that you learn something interesting, but not too long that it feels burdensome. Consider adding a link to your email newsletter in your signature. If you're interacting with lots of prospects and people, either do the join our mailing list button or maybe put a link that tells people what your last newsletter was about. This week we wrote about insert title here, click to learn more. And so every time you're sending out an email, you're giving people that next step, next step, next step. If you are running an establishment where people have to wait, doctor's offices, hair salons, auto body shops, restaurants, if there is downtime, take advantage of the downtime and give people something to do. Let them know they can sign up for your newsletter. 
maybe have a printed sample available for them to read and browse while they're waiting. In uh, restaurants, I've seen a lot of people use this and actually reward people when they sign up. They get a coupon they can use when they come back. Use an iPad. People love to play with technology. And so setting up a little iPad or a, one of the Google tablets with the app right there so people can just kind of type it in. They don't have to scan. They don't have to read. While they're waiting, while you're checking them out, while they're online, while they're waiting for their food to be dropped off at the table, hey, if you are to join our email list, go ahead and fill this out and we'll get you on the list. Definitely do it during events. Having an opportunity for people to sign up for more when they sign up for the events. It allows you to stay in touch before, during, and after the event. It gives you an opportunity to send them information on other programs that may be of interest to them. Consider starting a loyalty program. And in order to be in the program, people have to give you their email address. And it allows you to do several things depending on how your point of sale system works. But one of the things is that every time someone comes in and they get a punch, go ahead and track it. People who haven't been in for a while, send them an email. Birthday and anniversary clubs. Okay, this works, and again, not in every industry, but in lots of industries. This is a really cool way to drive repeat business. I worked with a florist who created an anniversary club for the grooms. Right at the wedding, she would get the email address, or right before during the planning sessions, she would get the groom's email address. 28 days after his wedding, he gets an email that says, hey, your first month anniversary is coming up. Why don't you send your bride a rose? He'd get the same email with a different flower arrangement at six months and at a year, and then he would go into an automatic response in every year right before his anniversary. Now, did every groom buy flowers every time? No, but because it was so easy, all they needed to click, they didn't even need to fill out any information. She already had their contact info. She already had a delivery address. They could literally just click and buy now and literally in five minutes get that gift and move on. It was so successful. She did one for Mother's Day. She did birthdays. Restaurants do this. Um, I worked with an optometrist who would send reminders for contact reorder forms. I worked with a heating and air conditioning contractor who used anniversary dates to send out reminders for filters. If you have a product that continually needs additional, whether it's replacements or resale, it's something that people buy and buy and buy, get them into some kind of birthday reminder anniversary program so that they continually get told, hey, remember, you need this, and we are the place to buy it. Make sure that your online payment forms collect email addresses. Even if you don't necessarily need it to compete, complete the purchase, this gives you that opportunity. Once somebody has bought from you online one time, they're more likely to come back to you, especially if the experience was a good one. And always, always consider coupons. Now, 
Don't get me wrong. I don't think that you need to discount your product all day, every day. I think that that really cheapens what you offer. But providing people an incentive to sign up, letting them know that you don't do it very often, and this is the only way they can get it. So that's just a few of my favorite list-building tips. If you'd like to learn more, be sure to check out our blog at roundpeg.biz. And if you'd like to get other updates like this in podcast format, be sure to look for more than a few words wherever you listen to your podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few